Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Luke's English Podcast is brought to you by Luke's English Podcast Premium. This is how I pay for the podcast, along with donations from kind, philanthropic listeners using the PayPal donate buttons. Luke's English Podcast Premium, though, is my paid subscription service, which includes loads of audio and video content to help develop your grammar, vocabulary and pronunciation. You can get episodes in the Luke's English Podcast app or online with PDFs, tests and pronunciation drills. For all the information you need, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. In this episode, I'm going to tell you about a new competition for Luke's English Podcast, which you can enter, and then I'm going to tell you a true story of something that happened to me when I was a child. In fact, the title of the story is, the first time I said, uh, the first time I said the F word. I'm reluctant to blurt out the F word so early in the episode. But anyway, the story is about the first time I swore in front of my parents, and it's a story I wrote for doing stand-up comedy on stage, but I'm going to read it out on the podcast today. But first, what about this new competition? So I've decided to launch a new competition. I've done this, what, two, three times before, but here's a new one, and I'm going to tell you all about it in this episode. I hope you feel welcome to take part. Everyone is invited to enter this competition, and that includes you, So I hope you consider taking part this time. I mentioned this actually in the last episode and I got a number of positive responses from people saying things like, I really hope you do the competition and things like that. Again, I want to say thanks to a listener called Vadim for prompting me to do this. It's been ages since the last competition. The last one actually concluded with episode 407, the interview with Christina from Russia. Do you remember that one? And I sort of wasn't planning to do a new one, but then Vadim sent me this email and I just thought, well, okay then, why not? So here is Vadim's message with a bit of error correction. There are a few errors in here, I'm afraid, Vadim. I'm going to correct those errors as I go along. I hope you don't mind. So here's Vadim's, and he hasn't got any choice. Vadim's like, no, wait, no, no, please, anything but that. I'm like, sorry. I'm sure it's fine. So here's Vadim's message. He wrote this new competition, question mark, Vadim. Hello, Luke. I have an idea. And by the way, I'm going to sort of read some lines and then correct any errors that pop up. Hello, Luke. I have an idea for new competition. It's been a while since you have launched one. So that should be, I have an idea for a new competition. It's been a while. That's two words. It's been a while since you launched one, not since you have launched one. So an idea is very simple should be um, the idea is very simple and by the way if you um, have questions and doubts and things about uh, articles you know when we use a an and the then I would refer you to uh, premium series 20 
Luke's English Podcast Premium Series 20 is all about articles in as much detail as I could possibly go. So check that out if you if you're wondering. So the idea is very simple. It will be called Wusibolep. Or why should I be on Luke's English Podcast? Actually, I've decided to call it Wispolep, which is why I should be on Luke's English Podcast. And so Vadim's message continues. He writes, All you need, it's just ask your listeners to record a little voice message telling why you must interview them on your podcast. So a couple of corrections. I would say, all you need to do is, okay? So all you need to do is just ask your listeners to record a little voice message saying why you must interview them on your podcast. Because I believe that you have a lot of interesting people listening to you, Luke. Russian oligarchs, porn stars, ex-Nazis hiding in Argentina. Uh, actually, I, I, have, I have never had... I don't know if I've got porn stars listening to this podcast. It's quite possible. But I have said on the podcast before that I've taught English. I taught English to a porn star. In fact, two porn stars, two independent porn stars. They weren't like together. Um, not that I was out searching for, I, you know, I want to teach English to porn stars. No, it's just that I worked in a school in London. We had people from all over the world coming from all sorts of different backgrounds and jobs and things. And yeah, I ha- ended up teaching a couple of people who worked in the porn industry, let's say, uh, which was quite interesting. Um, but uh, yeah, I've taught lots of different types of people, politicians. I taught a princess from a country, which I'm not going to mention because I don't want to mention this person in the same breath as mentioning porn stars. Although there's nothing wrong with being a porn star, but I still f- I feel like mentioning a specific royal person would not be really appropriate. But anyway, so this was a princess and she came to our school to take lessons. And wherever she went, her staff, like the girls that worked for her, would throw flower petals on the floor wherever she walked. So when she walked from the sort of cafeteria area to a classroom, these girls were like throwing uh, flower petals on the ground in front of her. So anyway, I've taught lots of different people. So anyway, Vadims said, you've got lots of people listening, listening to you, Russian oligarchs, Porn stars, ex-Nazis hiding in Argentina. Do you reckon? Do you reckon I've got any ex-Nazis hiding in Argentina? Or any just sort of current Nazis hiding in Argentina or, or anywhere else? In fact, if that is you, then do send in a recording. In fact, actually, if you are a Nazi, then don't, you know, don't bother, actually. So anyway, I've got lots of different people. Oligarchs, porn stars, um, fugitives, bobsleigh world champions, writers, celebrities, presidents, royal family members, etc. And Vadim continues, and then your listeners will vote for the person who has a story that they want to listen to in more detail. Okay, and Vadim continues, what do you think about it? I believe that it will be a good way to encourage people to do a bit of practice. Actually, he wrote a bit of a practice. It should be a bit of practice. And stop being a ninjas. So obviously that's stop being ninjas or stop being a ninja. And those who don't want to take part in this competition can just have a fun. That should be, can just have fun or have some fun, uh, have a bit of fun, listening to exciting, intriguing stories from all around the world. And that is the end of message. Well, I actually think this is a fine idea and I'm curious to see what happens. So let's do another competition on Luke's English Podcast. And that's it. It's official. It's competition time. Does that mean I need music in the background? Okay, I will put some music in the background. This is a this is a track I, 
made myself. This is one of those ones that I did myself ages ago. When was this? Four years ago, when I got for my birthday a little Korg sort of, it's called a Chaosolator by Korg. And you can make these little tunes on it. So anyway, so yes, it's competition time again, ladies and gentlemen. The prize this time is to be interviewed in a full episode of Luke's English Podcast. That is the, that is the prize. I hope you consider that to be a, a prize anyway, being interviewed on the podcast. So here we go. This is Wis, Wispolep, or Why I Should Be on Luke's English Podcast. So let me summarise the plan for this competition. Here's what you have to do. So you have to record up to two minutes of audio explaining why you should be interviewed on Luke's English Podcast and then send it to me at podcastcomp at gmail.com only. That's the only email address. That's the competition email address. Podcast, you know how to spell it, P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's not podcat. It's not podcat. Okay, or any of the, or postcard. No, it's podcasts, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, just like in the title of my podcast. Podcast comp, C-O-M-P, like competition. So podcast comp at gmail.com only. Then once I've collected all the audio, listeners will hear all of the clips on the podcast and then vote for the one that they want to hear, the person they want to hear. Uh, person, he says, correcting. And then I'll interview the winner. And remember, everyone, you're talking to the listeners. You're not talking to me. Okay, so when you do your competition entry, you're not really talking to me. Hello, Luke, this is why I want to be. Well, you could do it like that. But really, I want you to be, hello, everyone. This is why I'd like you to pick me to be interviewed on Luke's English Podcast. Okay, Um, that's how it's going to work. So you're talking to the audience. you can use a script if you like, or no script. It's up to you. So you could write it all in advance and read it from the script if you want, or you can do no script. But I encourage you to not use a script and instead um, make some notes and do some improvising too. Uh, if you do read from a script, then do make an effort to make it sound natural rather than robotic. And bear in mind the fact that, well, First of all, when you if you actually do get to be picked, you won't be able to read from a script during the conversation. And secondly, if people know that you're reading from a script, they might be less willing to vote for you, but we'll see. But, you know, it's up to you. The main thing is that it sounds interesting. Also, if you're wondering how to record yourself, like you don't know how to do it, it's pretty easy these days. You could make a voice recording on your phone. Most phones have an app that allows you to take voice memos or something. You can record something and send it to me at podcastcomp at gmail.com. Or you could use QuickTime on a Mac or the equivalent on a PC and then email that to podcastcomp at gmail.com. Or you could use speakpipe.com. Speakpipe basically allows you to record short clips of audio and then send them sort of through the cloud kind of thing. So just go to speakpipe.com, record a message, put your name on it, and then send the link to, that's right, podcastcomp at gmail.com. And you might be thinking, what am I going to say? What could I possibly say? Well, first, uh, you should remember that you're trying to persuade the audience 
that you should be on the podcast. So think of some reasons that you should be on. And not just because you really want to, although that's kind of okay too. Basically, you're doing this. You're saying, hi, listeners. Hi, Luke. Thanks for this opportunity. And this is why I think I should be on Luke's English Podcast. And then you'd need to explain why you should be on LEP, obviously. Remember, you have up to two minutes. Up to. This means that you don't have to do two minutes. It could be one minute if you like, but no more than two minutes. Two minutes is your maximum allotted time. And you might be thinking, just two minutes, that's not very long. Uh, Well, I've chosen two minutes because I need to keep this manageable. I've got no idea how many people will send me entries to this competition. But since I'm going to be playing the audio recordings on the podcast, I need to limit how long they are. Otherwise, I'll have too much audio. So two minutes max, please. If your recording is over two minutes, it might not be entered into the competition. So ideas. Here are some ideas of why you should be on Luke's English Podcast, okay? Maybe you have an interesting story to tell, either related to English, uh, related to the podcast, or neither of these things. Maybe you just have an interesting story to tell. Do you have something interesting you could share with us? Some kind of story, perhaps related to you or something else. Maybe you want to talk about how you learn or how you have learned English and give some advice. Perhaps you've had some success with a particular technique and you could share that with the listeners. Perhaps you've experienced progress in some way and you could share that. Perhaps you discovered the podcast in a special way. Perhaps the podcast has been a way for you to connect with other people. Perhaps you met your partner because of Luke's English Podcast or got a job or something because of the podcast. Maybe you have an interesting story or experience relating to English that you can share. Or perhaps you have a cross-cultural experience that you could talk about. Maybe you're involved in something interesting that you think people will want to know about. Or maybe you have special knowledge about a certain topic that other people don't really know. Perhaps you are particularly funny or have something to offer to the audience. Or maybe you're just up for a proper conversation with me on the podcast. And maybe you just have something original to say. In any case, prepare two minutes with or without a script, in which you convince the audience that you should be picked for a feature-length episode of Luke's English Podcast, then record it and send it to me at podcastcomp at gmail.com, and then maybe you will be on Luke's English Podcast. The competition is open to everyone. Anyone and everyone can take part, regardless of your level of English, okay? So your level of English doesn't matter that much. This is why I should be on LEP or Wispolep. I expect the rules this time might limit the number of participants I get because some people will be too shy. But I still hope that people send me recordings. I expect there'll be fewer entries than before. But hopefully I'll still get some people. So if you have something to offer the audience, get in touch and try to persuade everyone to pick you for Luke's English Podcast. In terms of level of English, as I said, there are no rules at all. You can have a low level, you can have a high level. It's not about who has the best English. It's more about who would be the most interesting and engaging guest, not just because of their level of English. I'm now going to tell you about the deadline for this competition. Now, I'm actually adding this bit that I'm saying now 
later. So this is an edited version of this episode. I previously said in the previous version that the deadline would be the 30th of October, but I've changed the deadline. I've brought it forward, okay, because I've already had loads of entries. Uh, So the new deadline is the 15th of October, okay, midnight on the 15th of October 2020, okay. That is the deadline, the new deadline for this competition. 15th of October at midnight, uh, the year, of course, being 2020, all right? As I said, I will probably get fewer people sending me recordings this time, but we'll see. I, mm, I often underestimate this kind of thing, don't I? But we will see. Last time, I had over 100 recordings, which was great, but obviously that was a ton of preparation work for me, downloading all the recordings, preparing them, balancing out the sound levels of each one, making them into podcast episodes, dealing with the voting and the counting and and all that stuff. Quite a lot of work, as you can imagine. I don't mind, of course. I like hearing from everyone, but it did mess with my workflow quite a lot. So if I get fewer people, that's not such a bad thing. But do send me your recording, especially if you have something interesting to say to the audience. When I've received all the recordings, I'll edit them together, play them on the podcast, and then let you vote for the one that you want. Then I'll arrange an interview with that person and Bob's your uncle. So there you go. That is the new competition, Wispolep, why I should be on Luke's English podcast. Two minutes max. Persuade the audience to choose you for a full-length interview. Send your recordings to podcastcomp at gmail.com. Competition closes at midnight on the 15th of October, 2020. I hope you take part, even if you're not completely sure. Go to the page for this episode on my website and read the rules and details again, if you like. If you like. Teacherluke.co.uk, then click Episodes, and this is episode 681. Feel free also to ask questions in the comment section. Okay, but that is it for the competition stuff. How do you feel about it? What are you thinking? Let me know, okay? How is this for you? What do you think of this idea? Are you going to take part? Have you got any ideas? You're thinking, no, it's not for me. Maybe. Or maybe one of you out there, some of you out there are going, you know what? I think I'm going to go for it. So if you've got that feeling, listeners, go for it. Take the plunge and prepare something and send it to me. Okay, right. Moving on, I just want to say Premium Lepsters. I just wanted to remind you that Premium 24 is drawing to a close. We've been through my massive list of homophones and expanded your vocab a bit in the process. But uh, now there are just two episodes left and they're the ones that feature all the jokes and not just crap ones made up by me. So Premium 24 Parts 11 and 12 are in the pipeline and will be coming to your premium subscription soon. To get the premium episodes, download the LEP app on your phone to listen to the episodes or listen online on a computer. For all the information you need, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info. That's pretty much it. But as I said earlier, I thought that I would add some more to this episode just to fill it out a bit more so that it's not just the competition part. I thought I'd go through some fairly unused stand-up material that I have in a Google document. So I was kind of thinking, all right, so there you go. That's about 15 minutes worth of competition stuff. I hope people take part. But what can I do in, you know, the rest of the episode, even if it's not an hour? I could just go for a ramble and ramble on about some nonsense. But I thought that I'd dip into 
some of my old stand-up comedy material. As a stand-up comedian, it's important to keep writing new material all the time, which you can then try out on stage in front of an audience. And comics are often seen, especially at gigs, sitting there, hunched over their notepads, scribbling down ideas. If you know a comedian, you'll know that they often have little notepads with them uh, so they can write down their material and then practice it on stage. If you go to comedy gigs, sometimes you see comics with little notepads, maybe sitting on a table or a stool next to the microphone, or they might have a piece of paper in their hand, or sometimes people scribble notes on the back of their hand. Uh, But for me, I like to put them into Google Documents. So I haven't really written much new material lately, except for some stuff that you heard at the end of the last episode, if you listened all the way to the end of that. I played you some stuff about, like some material about my name and stuff about uh, Houseman, that was recorded at a, at a comedy gig recently. But, um, but I haven't really written a lot of new stuff. This is just since my daughter was born and life has become a bit, well, it's become so much busier. So I haven't had, a, I haven't had that much time to write comedy ideas. But I used to write a lot of stand-up ideas into a big Google document and then try them out on stage. I think I've got enough material for at least a one-hour comedy show, by the way, which has always been a plan of mine in the back of my head to do a one-man show. And so I've never really explored my stand-up on this podcast, except for a couple of times in the early days. I've always decided, you know, to keep the stand-up material out of the podcast. There was a stand-up show that I recorded and shared once, half an hour's worth. There was also some material I did about Brexit and the EU referendum, and I put that onto the podcast, and some other little snippets of my stand-up. But other than that, I've kind of left it alone, really. But anyways, I thought I'd, you know, look into some of it. This is some material that I wrote a few years ago, and I think I tried it out on stage a couple of times, and it went well. I should bring it back, really. But anyway, this is a true story about something that happened to me when I was a child. There's quite a lot of swearing in this story, just so you know in advance. If you're one of the swearing intolerant, then here's a heads up for you. There is some swearing coming right now. Okay, because this story is about the first time I said fuck, (laughs) or at least the first time I said fuck in front of my parents. So what about you? I'm wondering as a child, when was the first time you learned about swearing or you said a swear word or got into trouble for swearing? When we're children and we sort of learn about these rude words, we kind of experiment, push the boundaries, maybe say them in front of a teacher and get told off or something. What about you, I wonder? But anyway, for me, this is the first time I said the F word, um, which is a bit silly to say the F word, because you know which word I mean. A true story. So this is just me reading from my notes, perhaps making things up uh, a bit as I go. No audience in the background for this one. But anyway, so this is some stand-up material. The first time I said, fuck. So this happened way back in the mid-80s. In England. And in those days, we used to have birthday parties at McDonald's. I don't know if you used to do that in your countries, but we used to do that in England. This was quite popular at the time. For example, I remember my mum once asking me this. I remember her, I vividly remember this. She said, For your birthday this year, do you want to go to see Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat? Which was like a musical that we had the cassette of all the songs. Do you want to go to a a musical to see 
Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, or do you want to go to McDonald's? And of course, I went for McDonald's because that was like the greatest thing. So for birthday parties, someone's mum would rent the upstairs in a McDonald's, and all we all everyone would go. We'd eat happy meals and we'd play games that somehow related to McDonald's. Like we'd be given pictures to colour in and it's pictures of hamburgers and french fries and stuff and we're colouring them in and other games and then typically ronald mcdonald would make an appearance sometimes the hamburglar would show up and these are like guys full-grown men dressed as these cartoon characters oh and they'd turn up and the hamburglar would come along and hamburglar do you remember him he was a guy who used to steal hamburgers he would show up and he'd pretend to steal burgers and Ronald McDonald would chase him. And, oh, that we thought that was pretty good. And then they gave us a tour of the kitchen and, you know, they'd show us around the kitchens. You know, like this is the stuff we use to make the milkshakes. And it was just a big bag of generic white plasma, you know. And this is the stuff we use to make the French fries. And it was another generic bag of white plasma and this is the stuff we used to make the burgers and again it was another bag of generic white plasma and so on they had a walk-in freezer they showed us the walk-in freezer walk in because you can walk into it i thought they were saying a walking freezer like it walks and so i was very impressed and i told my parents afterwards yeah they've got a walking freezer and they're like no you idiot it's a walk-in freezer but anyway the first time i swore so It had been one of these birthday parties, but instead of going to McDonald's, uh, this particular child or parent had opted for a wimpy. And a wimpy is like a shit version of McDonald's. I think it's the English or the British version of of McDonald's. It doesn't exist anymore. So anyway, this kid had his birthday party at a wimpy, which, which is very subpar, subprime. I'm pretty sure sure it no longer exists. They all disappeared in the early 90s, I think. So this was a crap party. I didn't even like the, 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 the other kid, and I didn't know why I was invited. Loads of kids were invited because it was cheap, and I think this kid wanted to feel popular, so he just invited everyone. But having a party at a wimpy gave it a very disappointing vibe. Everyone wished it was at McDonald's. And I honestly think that nobody really liked the kid even his parents. That's why they did it at Wimpy. Anyway, Mr. Wimpy, of course, came out. This is their sad excuse, their sad copy of Ronald McDonald. Mr. Wimpy. And Mr. Wimpy was generally unmemorable, except that he had a massive fiberglass head and he was very creepy. It was obviously a guy in a terrible suit, um, big head. Clearly, the man inside was sweating profusely and the suit stank as well it it stank it was horrible um clearly they never washed it and so in this situation we played a game of simon says do you know the game simon says right uh you know it's it's uh you know basically at a party one person stands at the front and they go simon says put your hands in the air and you have to put your hands in the air okay um and if 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 simon doesn't say it then you shouldn't do it So if it's just put your hands in the air and you put your hands in the air, you're out because it wasn't Simon who said it. So it has to be Simon Says. It can be fun if the person is good at leading the game. But this particular Mr. Wimpy was extremely bad at Simon Says. He wasn't talented at all. It was much too easy and he couldn't think of any moves other than put your hands up, put your hands down, 
put your hands up again. It was terrible. And my mum picked me up with my brother in the car. And my mum asked me about the party. And I was disdainful about it because it wasn't as good as having a party at McDonald's. And I was being very sarcastic and disdainful. Simon says, sit down. Simon says, stand up. And then I said, yeah, (laughs) Simon says, fuck off. Now, I didn't know what I was saying, but it, it just felt right at the time, considering the party. My brother on my left understood exactly what I was saying. And I know he was thinking, yeah, bro, don't let Mr. Wimpy tell you what to do. Simon, yeah, obviously he can tell you what to do. Simon's the man. But Mr. Wimpy is just a punk-ass copy of Ronald McDonald. Don't let him tell you what to do. So, my, But my mum w- was really shocked. And she was furious. And she was like, wait till your father hears about this. And I was very scared. I was, oh, I was frightened. And I thought, oh, God, that's it. My childhood is over. That's it. It's finished. This is it. This is how you become an adult, is what I thought. I wasn't ready. So we got home and at dinner, my mum told my dad. And actually, my dad didn't seem that bothered. He seemed more angry about like Margaret Thatcher or work or something. In fact, he seemed to understand as well. He was like, Simon says, fuck off. All right, did you fuck off? You did? Well, well done. That's my boy. And I did fuck off um, uh, from that party, gladly. And I was the only one, so I won the game. 28 years old I was at the time. Ah. Okay, so that was my underwhelming bit of stand-up material, which you probably, "Eh, it was all right, Luke. Probably shouldn't have built it up at the start. I probably shouldn't have mentioned that it was stand-up material. I probably just should have just said, oh, this is a story. And then you would have been less underwhelmed. You would have just been whelmed by it. That's weird, isn't it? That's like one of those words that we don't actually say. You can say underwhelmed, but we never say whelmed. Like, you know, really good material, Luke. I was really whelmed by that. When it sort of exceeds or meets your expectations. No, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, listeners, thank you very much for listening to my podcast. That's it. I'll leave you alone now to get on with the rest of your life. But do think about the competition. Hmm. Think about taking part. I think it could be a lot of fun. Okay. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Thank you for being a stakeholder in Luke's English Podcast Incorporated. Not that this is a an incorporated company. But in, in any way, I do consider you all to be stakeholders in this project. All right. Send me messages and stuff, all right? I like to get your feedback. It's nice to hear from the people that you're talking to. Otherwise, it's all a bit weird. I'm just talking into the void. So do, uh, you know, do get in touch with me. Thank you so much for listening. And I will speak to you again in the next part. But for now, it's time to say goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.